When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're now listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, my AKA for today is uh, there can only be one super freaking grandmama. Uh, losing her mind. We don't need you to be another one, Carly Rear. Uh, and as mm. usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Candace, not so newly at PC on all social media. Um, I do not have an AKA today, but uh, oh my God, I forgot to mention this when we just recorded Ratchet Reloaded. Derek is back in jail, y'all. Derek is back in jail, and I found out because Monique used his mugshot as her Facebook profile picture. Oh, my and God. And she said that she a petty-ass bitch, and it's up forever when it come to Derek. Um, but Derek is back in jail. That's why I said I, Monique, didn't have, Monique didn't have to go to mile and do all that arguing. One thing about a lot of motherfuckers who, who be in and out of jail their whole life, they gonna always go back. Yeah. He right back where he 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 can't fuck nobody no more. Well, never mind, never mind, <laughs> never mind. He okay. can definitely okay. hit a booty hole for an hour and betwixt them walls if he wants to. But um, you don't have to worry about him being with no another woman because he not with he not with no women in there. He, it's meat to meat where he at. All right, I wanted to get that off. I I, I have no desire to discuss whatever is happening with that one rapper lady um i'm not giving that no attention worst of luck to that lady uh because when you speak ill of the dead you got to be careful playing with them spirits and them ancestors uh because they they wreak uh vengeance and there's nothing the living can do to stop it when 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 the dead decide that they want to make life heavy for you the living cannot help you so uh good to good good to hell luck everybody um y'all hey adrian hey adrian no i am i just i just have been thinking of like a 72 hour spiral is crazy like it's been 72 hours of non-stop spiraling and you can't just go out and go for a walk in the park with your mate and your mm-hmm. kid or nothing. You got to stay in the house. Well, I mean, she can't go too far with the mate because, you know, never mind. Uh, how you doing, Adrian? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know why? Because you don't have to live by Megan's law. Mm. And I live by a park. So sometimes I can hear when the children are playing. And I could be mm-hmm. a and children's laughter uplifts you. And True. we can volunteer at our children's schools and things like that. You know? True. We can be just saying, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, while we here, though, I just, you, uh, Valerie, 
little Miss Akbar V. You need to have a stadium of fucking seats. It used Don't she to be, got a daughter to be looking after? It no used to be shame well. attached to being a deadbeat parent, especially a deadbeat mama. Mm-hmm. Being a deadbeat mama was shameful. I never seen a bitch who let her kids down so gratuitously have so much to say about everything and everybody else. In the words of our late great friend Curtis, uh, you have no childs. Like you, that is just really fucking ridiculous. Wait, hold up. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Don't tell me she has something to say about this whole debacle. Oh yes, of course. Why? She this is getting. This is getting as bad as the people that are jumping in to respond to Cat Williams. Like. <laughs> Some of y'all he wasn't even talking to, like not even close to talking to and talking about. Yeah. Get them kids. Get them cheering. Yeah, well, them children probably grown now. Them per- they probably, probably, they probably want now. very little to do with her, if we being honest. That's fair. If we being honest. That's fair. Because there's right. no way Candy is your cousin and you can't get shit to pop in the music industry. Well, hell, that's because the music ain't good. Grammy award-winning, Grammy award-writing, multi-million platinum plaque-selling Candy Burris Tucker is your cousin. And the best you can do for yourself is be a lapdog to a woman that's your age. Just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that. You are getting big sis by a woman that's your age. All that pretty waste. Yeah, because she, one thing about her, about she's a beautiful woman, but goddamn. She's very beautiful. And I mean, laughing about somebody getting shot like you don't still got bullet fragments in the back I was of your about motherfucking to say, skull. It's truly something. I was about to say Metal Let's Mario. Let's get this grease sizzling. You, you got a lot of nerve, Metal Mario. I know you fucking love Metal Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Mario is fucking sick, boy. That's the show title. <laughs> I'm just saying. God damn. <laughs> Um, let's, let's go ahead and get into these shows. Um, first of all, uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville and Bell Collective are done. We finished those up last week. Uh, Salt Lake City had a third part of its reunion. I don't really want to go too deep into it because I just feel like there's a lot of lying still taking place. Um, however, I do want to talk about how, Heather lied about who gave her that black eye when it was Jen Shaw and put a lot of people's jobs and shit in jeopardy lying. Jen gave you that black eye. Yeah, Jen gave, I mean, Jen Shaw gave Heather that black eye. Heather lied about it, claimed it was somebody that was a part of the, the cast, a part of the production crew. Once that was getting investigated, the lie shifted again. You you let the Crash Bandicoot, you let that tiki mask from Crash Bandicoot black your motherfucking eye. And I still think it's more to the story than that because it typically takes about 24 hours for a black eye to form because it's nothing but congealed blood. The blood has to congeal and then the bruise shows up. But either way, Jen blacks your eye and you continue to go on and protect and and try to be a friend to a fucking scammer and a crook. That's the other part about this. Um, the, to have all of the vitriol that y'all have for Monica while vehemently defending Jen Shah is truly something. It's truly no. something. 
Now defending somebody that blacked your eyes crazy. Truly something. And I just want to say this. Um uh Monica says that when they when she interviewed and when she tried out for for to be cast, um, that the production staff knew that she was reality Vontese. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't think that's true because Monica also said that she told production that the show fucking sucked they needed her she was going to save the show and this that and the third when she emailed them and when they showed the real email it was nothing like that so we have to be honest in that these other women are liars but monica is a liar too and yes this made for good tv a good season yes it was messy but I am not shocked to see that Monica will not be coming back for season five because why would y'all, how could you expect these ladies to want to film with somebody who was, who was one fifth of a troll account that trolled them and trolled yeah. them consistently. It was yeah. never, it, that was never going to work. They're not going to be friends with Monica. I think Monica calling them old and all this shit. You feel, I think Monica, you're full of shit because if you felt this way about these ladies why do all of this to try to get on this show with them why try to infiltrate this friend group if you think so lowly of these women you wanted to sit at the table with the with the rich with the haves because you have spent your life pretty much being a have not and you took the opportunity and you ran with it but yes you are weird yes it makes absolute sense that you were friends with jen shaw looking at surveillance footage in her house without consent, riding past her home to see if she's there, looking in her windows and shit. Like, all of that is weird stalkerish bullshit. And yes, you should be called out on it. But also, other pe- other part- other people in the show knew about it. I think Heather knew that Monica was reality Vontese. I think Meredith knew. And now it ties back together because remember they kept trying to nail Meredith to the cross when she was like, Jen is going to jail. The yep. feds are after her. And that's because Heather told Meredith what um what the Tanisha girl was telling her about Jen Shaw and exposing her in the federal stuff. So yep. yes, I believe some I I believe Heather knew about reality Vontese. I don't think the other women knew, but I definitely believe Heather knew that Monica was a part of that reality Vontese account. There, there's no way. But it's easier to throw Monica <coughs> under the bus because she's poor and she's new to that friend group. So she can easily take the L and nobody will believe otherwise, especially based on the way all of the information came out. Because if Monica was smart, she would have threw Heather under the bus and got in front of this and told the girls like, hey, um, I, I used to help run a, an account called Reality Vontese. I was the one responsible for the videos and things about Jen being exposed Heather knew about reality Vonti. She knew that Jen was going to be exposed before it happened because her Tanisha, who also runs the account is her hairdresser. There is no way that they would have got me out, got me out of a reality TV check. Once I started getting it, I would have drove the bus over her big shoulders, having ass. She would have been all the way under the bus. I would have slid her big ass under that bus, but it was a, it was a good one and done for monica but i agree with the ladies i wouldn't want to film with her either that's like us finding out somebody that had that trolls about us on lipstick alley and they want to be our friend and we find out about it i'm not being friends with you bitch 
I'm not, why would they want to be friends or get close to somebody that helps run a troll account dedicated to them? No, that was never going to work. But I do think that Andy gave Monica the ax because I do think at some point production got a hold of that information before it came out and they knew it would make good TV. So they sat on it. I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. I just hope you motherfuckers come up with something better for next season. Cause... For sure. For better or worse, and honestly, a lot of worse, and her own undoing. Monica was the, the season this season, so yeah, she absolutely had to go. At the same time, I hope you motherfuckers come up with something better. Yeah, because uh, if y'all don't, y'all might get the backseat. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, for sure. Well, then we knocked that out the way. Um, married, married to medicine. I mean, let me. Mm, okay. That's all I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been dry. Um, let's hurry up. Paging quad. Mariah. <laughs> 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 come on, Adrian. With the, with, come on, Adrian, with the medical hands. <laughs> uh, before, we, before we go into the show, Toya did an interview. Okay. Let me read y'all her quote from this interview. Toya Bush-Harris says the Married to Mad cast didn't try to push Quad off the show. This was not about pushing anyone off the show, Toya said. It was really just about having a genuine friendship with someone because once it gets to a place where you have people on the show and they have ulterior motives, it's almost like solvency, she tells OK Magazine. Even having to explain to my children why someone who I'm saying is my friend on the show will say that my husband and I have a relationship where I'm not faithful. That's crazy because my children are teenagers. They have genuine questions. It broke my heart. They've now come to the conclusion that if it can happen to me, it can happen to them. It starts from having no relationship. Um, What the fuck are you talking about? First of all. Yeah, that was word vomit. Yeah, huh? Yeah. huh? <laughs> like, First and you said all, she too. had a master's in education? <laughs> first, okay. first of all, Toya, you are the same woman that revealed while the cameras was rolling that Dr. Aiden was not Mariah's oldest child's father without Mariah's consent. And that is forever cemented in TV history and Mariah's child when she's old enough, and she's probably old enough now, because if your kids are teenagers, that means Mariah's oldest is a teenager too. That is cemented in TV history, and she can find that clip on the internet. Do not give me this bullshit about spreading about rumors and lies and nastiness, because you embody it. You are the same woman that said Contessa was lying about her father's health, Talk about it. Because she couldn't make it to you and Eugene's out of debt party. Talk about it. Talk about it. You are the same woman that spread the rumor about Quad fucking the married contractor that you got from Simone. Talk about it. I'm so, I'm not here for, like like Adrian said, I'm not here for the word salad. You've got to just be honest. That's the thing about the women on this show. It's a cast full of nice, nasty bitches. With the exception of Heavenly, she's just nasty. But it, uh, the majority of y'all are nice, nasty, and cannot stand up in the in the fact that y'all are mean. Y'all want it quiet off the show. Toya, you have been vying to be considered the queen bee amongst this cast. 
Quad didn't do nothing to you that you haven't done to her. Let's cut the, like, in the words of white people, let's cut the malarkey. Let's let's cut the bullshit. We're not going for that, bucko. You're not, you're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna rewrite history, Toya. Especially when we got it on, especially when we got it on wax. That's the other thing. Like, we got it on wax. How nasty and vile you are. You don't give a fuck about them kids. And then you talking about Eugene. You the same one told us Eugene Dick was little. You want to tell us you and Eugene don't be fucking for real, for real. Y'all ain't no real fuckers. Oh, my God. (laughs) And don't get me started on this bullshit public service announcement about maternal mortality. As Mm. long as as long as Dr. Jackie and fucking Heavenly is sitting up there making comments about women's fertility and women's reproductive health and calling women dramatic. I don't want to see no PSA from you hoes about nothing related to maternal health. And just real quick to harken back just slightly and real quickly to Toyo's words of it. Um, the audacity to talk about ulterior, ulterior motives when y'all literally, and I mean quite literally, brought back Greg who admitted to abuse on the reunion of y'all show. Like, all right, man. <laughs> all right, man. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Playing somebody else for some playing mine. Yeah. Please. Um <laughs> Heavenly, first of all, shout out to T S Madison. But um I don't really want to see a conversation on the trans community from a woman who had a very homophobic, transphobic, problematic co-host, and they did not fall out until the money got funny. Like T.S. Madison, but we're not going to forget that you used to host a show with Kaya. And Kaya is very homophobic and transphobic. Always has been. Yeah, yeah. It ain't like she just started with Maddie. When she just like... Kyle's been a nasty salamander for a long time. Yep. So it's just kind of like, uh, you know. Mm-mm. That's one of those things where it's like, it's not my community or my place to like cast judgment. I just know in the back of my mind, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> and then there's, okay. We talked about Dr. Jackie um and how she treats bigger bodies and as evidence in this episode where she's prescribing ozempic to somebody um first of all there as we're starting to see while this is an off-market product to help with weight loss and you know obesity we're starting to see a lot of people who are not um diabetics have a lot of major health issues due to Ozempic, Wegovy, Munjaro, and all that kind of stuff like that. And so, yeah, um, Dr. Jackie is very fat phobic. I think the the BMI um, model has been debunked for a very long time. Um, the American Medical Association finally admitted that the entire concept of BMI is inherently racist. And the roots lead back to eugenics and people outside of the white race are not considered by um, Ansel Keys when they created the BMI system. And so, you know, there's no real scientific proof that the BMI chart um, applies to non-white people. And this is one of those things where it's like medicine, you know, 
current medical practices have come a long ways, but they still have a ways to go. And I think it should also be looked at when we talk about um, women over 35 having kids and how it's been decades and decades and decades since new research has been done about, you know, healthy babies being born to women over 35. And so I'm just, you know, I'm not, mm, I'm just not a doctor. Gotta be honest about that. And also it's very alarming that an OBGYN is recommending weight loss and diabetic medications to somebody. Not sure what to say about that uh but she getting paid by olympic allegedly i ain't got no yeah. money allegedly i want people to really read up on those side effects yeah because when someone was reporting like i think it paralyzes your bowels yep no i'm i'm good <laughs> i'm good i'm 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 good yep I also think and i just just one last quick point and i want to i wonder what this will look like in like 10 years like because most medicines aren't meant for you to be on them long term so mm-hmm. what happens with this oh mm, okay and, and like i said I f- like i feel like and people be like well if it's doing that to the people using it for weight loss what about people using it for diabetes well you got to remember the body is working totally different in somebody who ha- who's a diabetic, specifically right. type 2 diabetes. The body is working totally different, and those medications are created to target the inefficiencies caused by the diabetes. So it's doing what it's intended to do with weight loss as an added benefit. I'm, I'm sure that it's, you know, when your body is working perfectly healthy, it's not dealing with diabetes and insulin resistance and things like that there needs to be more research into how it affects people you know from long-term use when you don't have issues with insulin resistance so good good i mean good luck everybody um i really don't care about simone and them and and cecil being empty nesters uh because they still miserably married I, I just honestly that, do not care. Un, un, until you motherfuckers are honest about the fact that y'all are miserable in y'all marriage, I don't want to see y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the the husband's night. Um Ew. I'll be honest, I do not give a fuck about Dr. Alicia and her husband. Oh. It's like he couldn't wait to unleash <laughs> all his <laughs> misogyny. Cool. He said that if your woman is not listening to you, it makes you look like a weak man. And that you need to take back control. It says that American women are different from Nigerian women because American women don't listen. And that American men need to start taking back control of their marriages and their homes. Blink twice if you're okay, Dr. Alicia. He said that women have too much power in America. That's what he said. Yeah. God, y'all should, be a, y'all should be embarrassed. Don't have him back. What do he do? Is he a doctor? I didn't hear anybody call him doctor or something. Okay. So he's and that just t-shirt grandstanding. didn't look like he was doctor anything. So. Yeah, he's grandstanding. Mm-hmm. Dr. Alicia is running that marriage. She's she holds the, the financial weight in that in that marriage. And he is spiraling. And not only does she have packed the financial punch, now that she's on this show, 
she has two streams of income. So he's lashing out. He's not the breadwinner and it shows because well, he is a doctor. Oh, he's a doctor? He is a doctor. What kind? Um, an oral and malofacial surgeon. Oh. So what's his issue? He's stupid. Okay. He oh oh oh, oh that was about to be Ooh. Well, let's nah, just go. Nah, fuck in. it. Yeah, fuck come it. On. He's a Niger- He's a Nigerian man, okay. and I'm yeah. not saying I'm not saying it's all, but I've seen the ones that I have encountered. So this is based on my experience. The ones that I have encountered sound a lot like him. Yeah, I'm but just, if I'm she's just like it. To... I love it. It's, maybe it's she's only... maybe she's a traditional woman when she's not working, but I just have never met a docile doctor. They tip they typically have to be dominant and 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 stand stand their ground almost to a fault at times. So maybe maybe when when she takes that white coat off, she is the submissive wife that he is he longs for and loves. But I in mean, my experience, I haven't met too many docile Nigerian women. And maybe it's a generational thing. So maybe more of those that are that that have been in America longer. But I haven't met too many docile Nigerian women. Yeah, very very bold, confident. This is how I think it should be done. So I'm I don't get it, but okay. I still sound like sound like he a bread loser wasting his and his wife's time. To be honest. Well, he's a doctor, so he's not losing bread. Hey, you're right, friend. But remember, he's stupid, so he thinks he is. So I just don't think if that, but maybe that is how she is. But it sounds like he's complaining that she's not like that. So it's like you, as a doctor, you would have had an option to marry a woman that aligns with more of what you think and how you feel. But I forget some men like to marry women to break them down. So never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this episode was boring. We gave it a lot more than it deserved. I, I lied. Yeah, it was I boring. Lied. And I'm, I, I'll be honest, I'm sticking around um, because I do want to see Heavenly Simone and Jackie get into it. That's all I'm waiting on. And they just filmed the reunion. And according to what I've been seeing on the internet, um, it was really explosive. Uh, Simone was yelling like a hyena. So a Tuesday, you got it. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'm I'm just trying to see what what's what on the. Forefront. I I I will agree with you on that. That I'm I'm waiting for the big fallout, but that's the only thing keeping me around, and also because it's our job as podcasters. But <laughs> that's the only thing. Like again, you motherfuckers got caught up out of here, and and I have been beating this drum. I know I sound like a broken record, but I'm gonna keep saying it. Y'all did not have a storyline without Quad and the awkwardness between her being on the show while her ex-abusive nigga and his new wife was on the show. That's the whole. That was the whole season, and that was the central conflict, and that's all you motherfuckers had going for you storyline-wise because y'all own personal shit either is boring or or you didn't let the cameras roll in to actually talk about your own personal issues for a storyline. Yeah. And so once y'all got rid of court, y'all got rid of the most interesting part of the show. Yeah. Um, speaking of Dr. Greg and Sweet Tea, I'm I um what more do they want us to do with with this fertility storyline? Like 
where are we going from here? Like trying to make that motherfucker seem empathetic, empathetic and, and sympathetic, knowing good, fooling damn well how nasty he were, was towards Quartz for these same issues. I do not like y'all, Bravo. I do not like y'all this season. I do not like production. This is nasty work bringing this nigga back on here. Yeah, nasty business. Yeah, and and then using something that tugs at the heartstrings to try to make him seem to try to likable. Yeah, to I, try I to rebrand him. This, I hate it. you know, trying to present like the oh, you know, I I know we both want kids, but your health comes first. And you it's know, like we have bitch, to consider where was this your with health. Quad? We have to and quad and like quad just didn't want to have no kids with him. She didn't have no fertility issues. She just did, based on the trajectory of their marriage and things that we ended up seeing in the end with the cheating and the, the abuse and how he treated her, the financial abuse and things like that. She didn't want to have kids with him. Um, and so, yeah, I using this, using this comeback season to try to rebrand and paint him as a decent partner, um, I'm not falling for it. I'm not, I'm not going. I'm but not going at all. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like I, I hate that for sweet tea. You know, again, as we as we said, if you are not uh go subscribe to the Patreon where we're covering Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and Miami, um, at the red noise le- level, which is five dollars a month. But fertility issues are very I can't imagine how, you know, hard and draining it is when you're navigating fertility issues and you and you want to have a family but dr greg doesn't have any redeeming qualities um and so this is not tugging at my heartstrings if anything is and i've seen it on social media as well people are being like you know you ran in this man dms talking about you could give him what what he need but you can't in fact give him what he needs so what is go- what's gonna happen Mm. I also don't understand a 50 plus year old man trying to have a newborn baby, but that's neither here nor there. Like you are not present as a, as a husband. I don't know how, how present you think you'll be as a parent. So. He was a fuck yeah. nigga. And I ain't never going to forget. Yeah. Like just, you know, I don't know what y'all want us to do with, with y'all, what y'all are trying to do, but I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take a pass on it. it. It definitely is not doing what you are what you intended it to do leave leave me and my family alone is what i want to say thank you so much uh, yeah, i think that's it potomac potomac for me yeah. the biggest thing was this conversation with ashley and robin and i actually agree with robin if you think i did all of that if you think that i did not hold giselle accountable if you think i had any hand in what giselle has done or is doing regarding chris why are you still trying to be my friend what conversation is there to be had if you feel like i would help orchestrate accusing your husband of sexual assault mind you that stuff only came from giselle ashley and ashley's friend deborah i don't like robin but Robin did not participate in that situation. True. So if you think Robin had a hand in it, what friendship is there for you and Robin to have? Also, not even being funny, trying to be Robin a friend after you have talked crazy about that lady. Granted, rightfully so. <laughs> um, all these years, and like this is this is the hill you wanted out on. That's kind of kind of crazy. Not gonna hold you. It just feels like she's begging, and I yeah. hate that. Like. Because while I'm not a Candace person, I'm not Candace. I'm not a. I do not love Candace to death on this show. 
she she is not wrong for her feelings towards Giselle. So I am getting the icks watching her beg for an apology and beg these women to have conversations with her and be there and be her friend. Robin had if if you feel like Robin has drawn a line in the sand and she's standing with Giselle, there is no amount of sit downs that is going to change that. Also, I want to talk about inviting Sheila and Ashley to this Mother's Day event. Again, what has given me the icks about Potomac this season is I feel like it is, I don't know if it's editing or, or, you know, how they're editing, but it's giving me the ick in that it feels like the darker women are clamoring to be friends with, with the light-skinned women on this show. And NECA trying to, you know, get in good with Mia, Giselle, and Robin, you know, Candace inviting Ashley to places, to events and shit like that. You invited Ashley and her mama to your Mother's Day event like her husband doesn't currently have a $2 million lawsuit against you? you I think run. it's a numbers game. I think they're playing a numbers game right now, which, I mean, I guess it's kind of smart because when you have these shows with these ensemble casts, you're typically only paid for what actually airs and how many scenes you're in. So with Candace and Wendy... I mean, we're not going to always watch scenes with them two together. So they got to get other allies on the show. So I think that might be kind of Candace's thought process of at least trying to make up with Robin. Because although, yes, Robin had a hand in what was happening, she didn't have as big of a hand as Giselle did. So she can maybe move past it enough to be cordial with Robin. But that's why these shows shouldn't allow these women to ice women out of scene. Oh, you won't. It's a scene that so-and-so is supposed to be in with everybody. Oh, you're saying you won't be here. If, if, if not, well, then you just won't shoot. They Production and these companies have to stop letting these women ice other women out. And then you wouldn't have stuff like this. Yep. Because I, I just honestly, I feel like the conflict between the ladies is warranted. All of the smoke that Candace has for Giselle is warranted. And Giselle should not be allowed to pick and choose if she'll film with or work with Candace. Like, let's, you know, I feel like Andy is setting a, a pretty bad precedence here. And I, I I do loathe the fact, here's the thing, I know these are Andy shows and this, that, and the third, but he's not unbiased enough to be hosting the reunions. I do think there should be other people coming in to host the reunions because Giselle's feet have not been properly held to the fire for this Chris and Candace situation. And it's pissing me off. I mean, honestly, you could have, you could have stopped that. Her feet have not been held to the fire and it still would have been applicable every season. Like think about it. Every season is some shit and Giselle is in the middle of it and she has never been held accountable. The only person to hold her accountable was Karen. But even then, like that should have came from Andy. But it's cl- it's very clear that he has his favorites and his biases, right? Because he let because because every 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 season, Giselle in the middle of some shit, she was starting some shit, having a hand in shit, cooking some shit, or all of the above, and she's always at the middle of some type of mess, and she's never held accountable for it. If any accountability comes, it comes from the people that she's messing with, like Karen like Candace, but you as like production like hey look man hey at some point you gotta sit your ass down because this is ridiculous but Andy won't do that because he got favorites 
And it's clear that he got favorites. Yeah, it's it's very clear that he has favorites. And I mean, it is what it is. People have favorites all the time. But I just I feel like uh, you know, this this whole thing with Candace going on podcasts and uh, you know, I'm willing to be cordial if they just apologize and I'm willing to do this. And you're right, Adrian, it is a numbers game, you know, because if she decides that she's not going to fuck with Giselle or Robin in any capacity, it it basically cuts her shooting options in half. But it just feels like she's doing all of the begging and Giselle and Robin, especially Giselle's feet are just not being held to the fire. As a matter of fact, she's being allowed to play the victim and weaponize her 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 mixed race tears against Candace. Oh, I've been threatened and I've received death threats and I've been missed that and a third. And it's like that all of that is self-inflicted. You created this shit storm and have not taken any accountability for it because you did more than just call that lady's husband a sneaky link and 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 said he was trying to fuck you and see if you were with it. You even went on and spread the spread the lie that he had gotten handsy and was touching uh, Ashley's friend's bud and this, that, and the third. You continued on when that lady came out lying, saying that she had had an abortion for Chris and so on and so. You have continued, like, you had a lot to say about that as well. And then, Robin, you know what pissed me off? You sitting up there talking about, I was not going to throw my husband under the bus for entertainment. You've thrown other people's relationships and marriages and husbands under the bus. When you and Giselle But you'll throw them under the bus for $5 on Patreon? Mm. Hello? Mm. Because it's not like you didn't talk about it at all. You did. It was behind the paywall. Yeah, it was behind the paywall and you charged $5. So... Yep. And not only that, you you didn't mind throwing you and Giselle didn't mind bringing up that Monique's youngest child what possibly wasn't Chris. It was the trainer's baby. Yeah, y'all didn't man. have y'all didn't mind bringing up the fact that 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 Michael Darby was talking about sucking Juan's dick. Y'all didn't have no y'all didn't have no problem alleging that Karen be fucking other other men because Ray can't keep it up. Y'all didn't have no problem bringing to the cameras uh Ray's tax problems. You don't mind throwing other people's marriages and husbands and relationships under the bus for entertainment and fodder, but you were you weren't willing to do it for yourself. And it's not because you didn't want to throw wine under the bus. It's because you don't want to deal with exactly what you're dealing with now. And that's the fact that this man has a history of being everywhere with every bitch except for you. Though this the most we have seen Juan on our TV screens, and it's because his his stupid ass is unemployed. Because I was about to say, speaking of throwing a motherfucker under the bus, like he literally threw threw that student under the bus and didn't protect him from assault, which is why his ass is unemployed now. That he can't win a game. But, well, motherfuckers and was terrible to and- the girls' basketball team because he didn't want to coach the girls' basketball team, so he was terrible to those young ladies. Yeah, fuck Juan. Juan is a terrible person. He's a terrible human being. And the crazy part is you act like he's not. Meanwhile, we know for a fact that terrible people don't just stop being terrible. It carries over into all aspects of their lives. He was terrible professionally. He's terrible personally. He's probably not that great of a dad. I bet them kids don't even probably like being around his motherfucking ass. So don't give us that, oh, I wasn't going to put this out here for 
No, you just didn't want to be embarrassed and you ended up embarrassed anyways. And then you scrambled and put the shit behind Patreon and you still are embarrassed. I'm You're gonna, an I'm embarrassment. Gonna, I'm going to keep it real. Charging $5 to, charging five dollars to hear Robin and Giselle talk got to be crazy. Absolutely. Well, it might not be for too much longer. Eminem win losses. What? Who? Mm-hmm. What? Huh? Hold up. I said it might not be for too much longer. And Eminem wins the lawsuit. Oh, against reasonably shady. Mm-hmm. Wait, he sued them over that. Yes, he got yes. a restraining order on Strength. them. Yes. Oh shit. He sued them. He got that restraining order because they're trying to. They were trying to force him to be present in court whenever they do their hearings. And Eminem was like, mm, I'm a rich white man. If I don't want to be there, I'm not going to be there. How do I make it so that I don't have to be there? And if you have a restraining order against someone and can't be within so many feet of them, you could be like, that's why I'm not showing up. Damn, I didn't know he sued them. Well, I mean, I mean. Yeah, and at first it didn't make sense to me until I found out his daughter has a podcast that's something shady. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if anybody's gonna use shady, it would be I'm, his daughter, because I mean, stage right. names. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what, because when it first came out, I'm like, how would people get reasonably shady confused with Slim Shady? Like, he hasn't done anything in years yeah. for that association to happen. And then I found out his daughter now has a podcast called Something Shady. Yeah. And so that would be where the confusion would come in. And so he said, hey, I own the name, so of course I'm going to let my white daughter Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You green-eyed bitches, I don't care. <laughs> Y'all are just part niggas. Y'all are just part, part nigga, part white. We're full white over here, beloved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, bad luck, bozos. Um, Love and Marriage DC is back, and it is picking up at Christmas time, and not this past Christmas, Christmas twenty twenty two. I feel like we have to like I, I, that is still crazy to me that this footage is so late and we're just not seeing it. That crazy. Um, I don't know. Ashley j- hops out the gate being weird right away. Here's the thing. If I'm friends with two women and they end up getting into it and they don't get along, unless one has severely violated the other one, I'm not, I'm not getting in it. Like, figure it the fuck out. Because most, most likely what y'all are arguing about is fucking dumb. Erica, I mean, Ashley and Joy don't like each other, yet you invited her to this Christmas party at your home and y'all end up getting into it and... Ma'am, what do y'all want Arena to do in this situation? Like, I, I guess that's my thing. Like, if I'm I'm friends with Adrian and Jeremy, if Adrian and Jeremy end up not getting along and they have it out, I'm I'm staying out of it. I, unless unless one person is very obviously wrong as two left fucking shoes, I'm gonna allow them to figure that out. Do not put me in the middle of it. Just don't. And y'all are too fucking old. Awesome. Y'all are too fucking old for this. Raina just trying to get to the egg now. For sure. Because she married to a fucking egghead. So she just trying to escape reality. Mm. And then what is you bitches arguing about at a Christmas party? Was the eggnog noggin? No, nigga, damn. Well, well, Ashley was wrong in the situation. So 
and Ashley's Ashley not going to be in a lot of situations if we being honest and Ashley's not going to admit it because you you told people that Joy was married on some shady shit we just finna we just going to be honest you were mad that she had made whatever comment that she had made and you said oh so this what she want to do I'm finna blow, blow this bitch's spot up yeah Cause yeah. it, I think Joy had it in her head. Okay, hey, we'll talk about this marriage, the ceremony, maybe be able to get a spinoff or at least get some solid episodes in this season. But then once it's out that you're already married, that kind of takes the wind out of that balloon. So you fucked with that girl's check and you did it being being shady and being petty. And then you don't want to, you don't want to have your feet held to the fire and be held accountable for it. And you think because you oh. gave Arena the D and friend that she should overlook that shit you did. And no, she shouldn't. And especially when that wasn't even Arena's thinking. Her thinking was, I see Joy dashing out the front door. I'm going to, I'm checking on who is leaving right now in such a haste that I can see that something is wrong. Joy could have gotten into it with anybody else in the party, and that could have been why she was leaving. Yep. Also, Ashley, it's your house. So once that argument happened, everybody was crowding around you and on your side. Yep. So because one person wasn't, now it's all this. She had she. The bottom line is I'm she so needs hurt. to go sit on that lady's she, couch because she she's not. A, she's not over being abandoned. She's not over being abandoned, and she's not over the fact that she don't trust her fucking husband. Why she don't trust her I don't think she trusts Quick ever since Winter brought up those issues that she heard with Quick be out here in the streets doing. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the word on the curve. Well, either way, take that up with that lady. But that Joy stuff, you're wrong in the situation. And just because you apologize, Joy is allowed to take as much time as she wants to take to process this apology and now where you fall in her life. Yep. And that's what that is. And expecting Arena to be the the peacemaker or expecting Arena to chase after you, um, it 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 just it doesn't curl it doesn't curl over with me. I don't I don't think that a part of friendship has to be coddling somebody when they're dead wrong. And and Ashley, you're not you're not right in this situation. And it seems like, you know, that you and Arena don't come to some type of understanding um, because you and Jamie were arguing on Twitter not too long ago in my mentions. Mm. So it seems like, you know, um, y'all don't ever fully rebound from what whatever transpired. It would appear that something is amiss. Yeah, it is. But I guess we're going to find out what else goes on and I'm going to be here to watch it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. I just... I don't think Arena had any skin in this situation and Ashley tried to force her to pick a side. And again, like Ashley said, I mean, like Arena said, I see people running out. I'm trying to see what the hell is going on. If I seen you running out your own house, I would have tried to see what was wrong with you and why you running out your own house. But all that pointing your finger in my face and all that kind of shit, I'm not doing that with nobody. I don't even do that with my own man. I'm not doing that with a single soul. So... And it appears that Ashley went drumming up some mess. Um, and so it to me, it's starting to make sense really early on why Ashley has been so negative 
about the show returning because she's, you know, she, she's looking like an asshole so far. But yeah, Love and Marriage DC is back. Um, also, before we go, Martell did an interview with Tasha K of all people showing videos of Mel threatening him, cussing him out, this, that, and a third, and about her cheating and sucking another nigga's dick and this, that, and a third. Had everything nasty to say about Mel, but but not, nothing to say about Arion. Um, and Mel's team has said that they're, you know, gearing up to go back into court because what Martell didn't show is that, you know, he has been just very awful in that marriage down, even down to being financially dishonest. And it makes sense to me now because Mel said at the, at one point Martell had stolen six figures out of their joint account. Um, I now understand, I understand why she moved so quickly to dissolve any business dealings they had. Yes. Yeah. Like I know that she was talking about, about dissolving things and moving on, but getting new information that she kept, you know, out of the, out of public site. It now makes a ton of sense why she moved to dissolve any business dealings they had together. Um, because I was like, they were making a lot of money together. You know, they could have continued to make money together. They could have continued, uh, hope and hope. But Mel was like, no, after that motherfucker took 150,000 out of our, our joint checking account, we can't continue a motherfucking thing. And my only thing with these interviews is I need people to come a little bit more well-prepared so that you can push back on information that either Melody, Martell, or Coleslaw give. Because a lot of Tasha K's stuff, like, she would let him say stuff. And I'm remembering my head, like, no, that's not how that happened. Or that's not the sequence or the context in which that happened. And I don't know if she just didn't want to challenge him or she just didn't know the information to challenge him. But he was saying a lot of stuff that wasn't, that contradicts even the story that Arion put out. You know what I mean? So it's not that it even goes against what Mel is saying. It goes against what Arion is saying too. Like his interviews always leave more questions than answering anything or solidifying anything. Yep. But that's because he that's because he makes up his lies on the spot. You're right. And that's why I need somebody that'll call him on it in the spot. Like, well, no, that's not quite right. I remember this being what happened, Martel. Is that more accurate? Because he's not smart enough to do subterfuge after that. Like Right. He's not smart he's enough. Definitely... Oh, go ahead, no, go ahead. He's not smart enough to get around a real interview. Right. Which is but is anyway. definitely why he does he goes to places like Tasha K. Yep. Because she's not a journalist. She is a former waitress turned gossip blogger. She's not a journalist. She doesn't fact check. She doesn't do her homework. Because I guarantee you, if she did or she had a team who helped her do that things, she could unearth the court documents. Probably. Well, he put the court documents out there. Yeah, like, like one incident that he talked about where he that he keeps bringing about up about not seeing his kid for 56 days and he tries to make it seem like Mel just made something up but as you peel but it went from I didn't touch my son to okay I did 
but it wasn't 25 times. Then he jokes like he was laughing the whole time. Then on that 25 hit, the, his face changed. Like, if you let Martell talk, he'll talk, he'll talk the lie out into the truth. But because she wasn't there to push back, he was able to be like, oh, well, I didn't get to see them just based on what Mel said. When in actuality, they did an investigation. Your son said the same thing. And you then also had to do therapy with your son. So if nothing happened, you would have never had to do therapy. So because maybe she doesn't know those details or she just wants to let him talk and talk and talk, there was no pushback on that. Yeah, absolutely. But it did re- renew my resolve. Keep that bitch off the show. Which one? It can be him or Ariane, to be quite frank. <laughs> Keep them bitches off the show. Like, it, and you see, I had softened my heart to that whore to be like, let her on the show. I had softened my heart. You did. You did. I had softened my heart. And then that bald head, peasy ass nigga did that interview. And now I want him off the show. And I don't want her ever to touch the screen. For sure. If she's so hot, because he says, oh, Mel doesn't want her on the show because maybe she'll take the spotlight from Mel. From who? And I'm not no Mel, I'm not no Melamiter or anything, but from who? Mel what? <laughs> yeah, that's what they call the people that that's love what they call Melameters. Uh, wow. This I is, am not one of those. This is twice, both on the on the Patreon feed, which again, five dollars get you get you the red noise level. This is twice the day of two recorders where I have heard something that has shook me and pissed me off. They call Mel fans what? The melameters. <laughs> the melameters. Y'all are grown and have bills. What is wrong with you? They do. They do. But they the melameters will get in your ass. Do you know how many like YouTubers don't review it anymore? Because the melameters, if you say anything slightly critical of Mel, they are on your ass. I wish y'all could see my face. Hold on. Let me see this. Hold on. Because I laid down because we were having a recording. Everybody got fans, but if it if she's so hot and she'll take the attention away from Mel, why don't you and her shop a show around? Hello. Hello. Love after infidelity. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> whatever you whatever you want to call it. Like whatever. If she's so hot. Make another one. You, if you made Mel who she is, make another one. You can't. That's why you getting kicked out of houses. Still ain't got no builder's license. Ooh, just putting your name on anything. Mm. Selling that Sutter House rot gut. Mm. Putting your grandmama name on that. Dishonoring mm. that lady name by putting Ooh. it on that bullshit. Ooh, too too tight. Ooh. Can't fuck right. Like, do it's a lot of stuff. Just step back. It I, oh, I have never had such a visceral reaction to a person that I do not know as I have for him. Cause to sit in an interview and be like, you're not gonna say anything kind about the woman that birthed four of your kids, but you wanna sit and give all this praise to Arion. After you have called her a peasant on TV, after you have said that she was not even 20%, she was the 15%. And you want to tear 
the one your ex-wife down so bad that because you missed she an holds opportunity. Yeah. All because she you, holds your feet to the fire for how you treated her. And you missed the opportunity to re to like start to rehab your image. Because if we want to sit and really be honest, if Martel was a smarter nigga, he by now he could have been at the end of his redemption tour. If yeah. we being fucking for real. If we're being fucking for real here. Because the public and male-centered women love nothing more than to give that a boys to some ain't shit fuck nigga that's doing halfway decent. And he wouldn't have had to do much. A little bit of contrition, maybe making Arion his main for a little while. Because then you could have rolled with the, what I was, you know, it was messed up how I did my wife, but this was somebody that I really loved. And we have begun building since me and my wife have been divorced. But no, this bald head nigga can't do shit right. Can't take tests. <laughs> it's shit at PR. I really want to look at Alabama and how y'all even allowed this man to be a special education teacher at one point oh in time. Go ahead. Go I really need to look at y'all standards. Not you even, even telling people that education is. I mean, but it's Alabama, so we finna we finna keep it real on where they fall in the educational between the fifty states. We just gonna keep it real on where they fall. That's all I'm gonna say about that. And if Martell is teaching your special ed, I can see why mm. it is where it is. <laughs> even that, even letting people know that you were a special education teacher. You could have took that opportunity to be like, hey, I wanted to help differently able children and make everything so that people, you know, can feel included and get the best education possible. That's what Mel would have said. What did your big dumb ass say? Oh, I did it because I was a black male and I knew I'd be able to get a job because it was because being a black male in special education. Definitely gave off the energy like that Obama was giving where he just studied communism to try to get the holes. Continue, friend. He just he he just blew it. Like Well, first of all, yeah. I, I just want to say this. What a drag. A, this oh has been a drag Lord. for the ages. Uh, first of all. Uh Bravo I dragged so hard my my headphone done went out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I mean, you said nothing but facts. He he is he is he is the orchestrator of his own demise, and it's nobody's fault but his own. Mm-hmm. And I can see why Mel just won't let up. I see why she keeps her foot on that nigga neck. Because the, here's my thing, okay? You your wife, your ex wife, did not leave you after the first infraction. Mel took you back. You and Mel ended up having another baby together after she found out that you had been having an affair with the woman nearly half of y'all marriage. She took you back and tried to work things out with you. Not only did she she take you back, she started talking about some motherfucking respectful cheating, which means if Ariane wouldn't have been doing the shit she was doing and just kept her mouth shut, Mel probably would still stay with your ass. You could have had your you could have had your main bitch and your mistress in peace. You went out of your way. You and Ariane went out of y'all way to continue the affair and create a child together. 
you have been mad for 40 days and 40 fucking nights because your wife dared, your ex-wife dared to leave you after you made another baby on her. Ariane has said that she has been pregnant by you multiple times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have been on a slander and a hate tour with your ex-wife because your image has taken a hit that you have not been able to redeem yourself from. That is what this is about. You thought that this would not be that serious. All in all, it has affected your ability to make money, get money, and maintain good business relationships with people. Mm -hmm. And that is not what you expected of this situation. You thought that even though y'all was divorced, you were still going to go on and live a fantastically wealthy life doing the same things you were doing and having the same wealth and, and comfort that you had, not recognizing that you only had it because you built it with your wife. You built it for your family. Once the powers that be realized that you didn't give a fuck about family, you have been stripped of everything. You can only be mad at yourself. You, you didn't value family. You literally don't have a builder's license still. You created you gotta this. build you up under this. another person now. Yeah, I have no I have no sympathy. And it's not a male was perfect. She didn't do nothing wrong. It's not it's not that you just continue to do shit wrong, in my opinion. Like if you wanna and you say you just want to co-parent peacefully with male, but your actions are not indicative of that. Because how do you do this interview with Tasha K and think Mel will have any type of anything for you? And here's the thing. Your feelings are hurt because she won't just act like it never happened. Well, I said, sorry, I said I was wrong. You know, she was doing her wrong. I apologize. She never apologized. Only one of y'all brought an outside baby in that house and it was not Melody Sheree Rogers. No matter what you try to insinuate. I don't give a fuck if she sucked a gaggle of dicks. It didn't result in her coming home, pissing on a stick with another man baby in her uterus. She was swallowing kids. You were delivering them. Ooh. Ooh. That's a bar. I'm gagged a little bit like Mel be doing. <clears throat> all right. Getting all the dirty talk she wants. So what nigga been talking dirty to you? The one who dick I suck. Duh, dummy. It, like, what, it, you what? can't do a little dirty talk? A little, oh no, I ain't finna, okay, never mind. This was finna become another show, uh, so, never mind. But if that woman wanted dirty, <laughs> if that woman wanted dirty talk, you should have been able to give her dirty talk. Yeah. You can't talk, that, that tell me you lack imagination and smart. That's what that tell me. Yep, that's exactly what it's saying. But I bet you you be over there fucking, fucking Arianne calling her her dirty little peasant or something. Bet you can dirty talk over there. Oh, I hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Hate him. Well, that's it for us. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode, especially that that Martell dragon that Adrian put on put on his motherfucking ass because it was rightfully deserved and it needed to be said. And you are not smarter. You're not a, you're not smarter than you think or smarter than you look because you're fuck. You look like a fucking fool. You're not, you're not smarter than an average fifth grader. We finna keep it funky. Mm. Your children is outsmarting you. Just want to say that your kids are smarter than you. Got more sense than you too. Get him off the show. Immediately. Immediately. We've had enough. But with that said, we're out. We'll be back next week. Go subscribe to the Patreon. 
patreon.com slash flawless noises five dollars gets you access to the companion show ratchet reloaded uh you won't be disappointed and uh yeah we out y'all bye y'all get your ass off the internet and don't be a millimeter oh god <laughs> they gonna be on your ass, Jerry. They finna, boy, you think the Mars <laughs> is bad? You, you done out here, either. Chief. Ooh. They finna comb through them tweets and get you right on out of here. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>